0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: We're feeling good, we're excited, we're ready for the weekend. Hey, it's Dave Marchese and this is the Shake Up on Hack. It's time to get into some of the big and weird stories of the week. The election, now that seems like years ago. We're over that. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that's been getting you talking. Saying we're a sovereign nation doesn't actually work. Thank you, Mr. Prime Minister, for making me feel so old. They said, who's your idol? And I said, Kim Kardashian. Would you drop a friend for 100 bucks? Hell yeah. On Triple J. Yeah, it's a weird mix this week. And so, hey, let's get some weird units in to talk about it all, you know? Nah, just kidding. I've decided to get a couple of mates in, actually, for the shake-up. First, proud Triple J alumna. One of your all-time favourites, former Triple J breakfast newsreader, current host of The Feed on SBS. Alice Matthews actually you may remember her as Alice Math News oh, remember that
0: what a blast from the past Al- I dropped maths in year 10
1: <laughs> but hey you, you might you know bring out some equations for us later who knows sure Al it's so good to have you back it's so lovely to be here thank you for having me and the best laugh in radio ladies and gentlemen I'll tell you that so hopefully we get a, a taste of that in the show Alice laugh for us now
0: say something funny.
1: <laughs> good one. And someone else who you'll remember, we've had him on before, and why have two breakfast newsreaders when you can have three? <laughs> From the Kyle and Jackie O Show on Kiss FM, Brooklyn Ross, what's going on? Hi everyone. Hey David, how are you? Hey Alice? I'm good. Hi. What's what's happening? How's the week been? Pretty exhausted?
2: Oh no, I'm feeling good. I'm back at the gym like post-COVID. I've Humble literally bag. had two yeah, it's like, years right. out of the gym and I'm finally back and it just oh, its so good to have the energy again, you know? Yeah,
1: you're feeling good. I'm feeling good. You match fit for this shake-up. Absolutely,
2: <laughs> yes. And you know, Didn't even need an energy drink or anything.
1: Nah, usually usually you like a bit of caffeine beforehand, but you're good to go. And you know what? The best guest could actually be you, if you're listening. We're doing auditions right now. So if you've got some big opinions, hit me up. I want to hear. But Alice, Brooklyn, are we ready to get into it? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's go. Hi. Thank you, Mr. Prime Minister,
3: for making me feel so
1: old. On Triple Jack. Yeah, it's going to be hard to escape this over the weekend. The UK launched into a huge, long weekend of parties to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. That's seventy years that she's been on the throne. But the timing's kind of interesting, right? Because just a few days ago, when the Albanese government was being sworn in, we got a new minister that's going to be overseeing Australia's transition to a republic. Not everyone is happy. Hack.
3: Australia's robust. I know Australian. Oh, good morning. Well, that's good morning to me. I don't know what time of day it is to you. I don't know what time of day it is to you.
0: The Albanese government has started its campaign against
3: the monarchy, looking to push aside the Queen and the Crown, more or less. Saying we're a sovereign nation doesn't actually work.
2: That's the line that's been put out by the monarchists since forever.
0: But I think Australians are now beginning to start to think about what comes next for our country.
2: There are 54 nations in the Commonwealth. 38 of them are now republics. This is no revolutionary move. It's an evolutionary move and it is fantastic.
0: And I think it's time that we start the serious conversation once again about what comes next for Australia after Queen Elizabeth's reign ends. Thank
3: you Mr Prime Minister for making me feel so old. On Triple J.
1: (laughs) I'm so keen to hear what you think about this one. Is it an awkward time to be bringing up a republic with all the celebrations for the Queen in full swing or is this the perfect time? to be discussing this. Let me know what you think. Call in one 300 You can message in as well, 439 Yeah, I am getting your 400 messages saying, Dave, say something funny. That was Ebony Boadu on Breakfast This Morning, telling everyone to troll me today by texting in and say that. You are saying it. Thank you. I will say something funny when I'm good and ready, all right? Um, Let's see what our shake-up panel reckons of this one. Her Royal Highness, the Grand Duchess of SBS, Queen of the Feed, (laughs) Alice Matthews and Brooklyn Ross from Kiss FM. Um, No kidding, Brooklyn. You deserve a title (laughs) too. That's fine. Um... First owl, 12 million people are expected to be at street parties in the UK this Jubilee weekend. That's a lot of pomp and ceremony. They've got all sorts of stuff. There's even a heap of events celebrating corgis, which you might be interested in. <laughs> yes,
0: the Queen has had 30. Yeah, the queen's, no fav-
1: the queen's favourite dogs. Are you tuning in this weekend for these celebrations and commemorations? And celebrations? no.
0: I think the key word there is in the UK. And just quickly, did we auto-tune the Queen? Is that what I heard
1: before? <laughs> it's a bit of a remix. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Vote for it. Hottest 100. Yeah.
0: I love it. I will definitely not be tuning in. In saying that, I'm actually not opposed to the Queen. I think Lizzie is a real badass. She drives around without a license. She had a house when she was six. Like, she is never going to die. I mean,
1: we'd get in trouble for a few of those things. But yeah, she's she's doing pretty well. Brooklyn, I want to ask you about that. Do you reckon there's a lot of support for the royal family? Or do you think there's a lot of support for the Queen particularly?
2: Mm, probably the Queen. And, like, I hate saying anything bad about a 96-year-old lady. So ages. So, you know, I wouldn't do that. But I would. I, I do think she's had a hard life. And I say that because even her mum actually refused to get married to her dad for, you know, a, a couple of um, proposals. She said no because she was like, I don't want to... Be put in that position where I can't say what I really feel, yeah. and then her daughter ended up spending seventy years doing that. So yeah.
0: and marrying a cousin.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's all that too, and it's so. <laughs> there's, there's all that, <laughs> but it's like I, I, I think she deserves to be kind of celebrated in a way because she's she's sacrificed her. Life, um, you know, for serving the UK and the Commonwealth. So for that, I do appreciate. That's the nice thing I'll say.
1: We've got some messages coming Um, through. This (laughs) may be not so nice. Earlier this week when I heard the Queen had been on the throne for 70 years, my first thought was that she might be constipated if it's taking (laughs) that long. And somebody else, John from the Gong, says I think we should still keep some kind of relationship with the monarchy, but the Queen is such a classy lady and deserves the respect. Uh, No changes to the system until she passes away. Um, we saw Matt Thistlethwaite get sworn in this week as Assistant Minister for the Republic. Al, it's pretty strange to think about the person who swore him in being the Governor General David yeah. Hurley, who is the Queen's representative. Right? Yes, yeah, Sydney
0: joke. Like, yeah, your tenure's safe with us. Yeah, and... bizarre,
1: bizarre. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm kind of split about this because a Republic. Yeah, it makes sense. It's it's largely symbolic. But do we have Big issues to worry about. Like my big question, if we were to become a republic, what goes on the back of our
1: coins? Oh, that is the big question actually. What are we going to do? You might be president. Maybe you'll be on the
2: back of the coins. (laughs) Um, Remember, my money folds. It doesn't jiggle jiggle. So like that's something we don't need to worry about. Were you We're sur- done with coins
1: soon? Were you surprised, Al, when you saw this portfolio included in the ministry? Yes,
2: I was really surprised.
0: Because and it's
1: kind of weird because he's held responsibility for this portfolio as the shadow assistant minister for the Republic since 2015. So it's always been in Labor's kind of shelf do there, to-do yeah, list, but no one really paid that much attention to it.
0: And I was also surprised. Thistleweight sounds like it He could be in the royal family. (laughs)
1: Like, is that a royal line? It could be. It could be, Downton Abbey. Um, Brooklyn, the Australian Republic movement's obviously stoked about this. They're saying, oh, this is great, about time. Mm. But the Australian Monarchist League has slammed it. We heard a bit from them before They've complained and said that they're actually pretty upset about the Jubilee celebrations here in Australia, because if you notice, there's definitely some official events, but there's not anything like we're seeing in the UK, even though it is our head of state. And I feel like maybe 20 or 30 years ago, there would be huge parties and things. Look,
2: if the Queen wanted to get on a plane and come here and, you know, (laughs) walk down the streets of Brisbane, then sure, we'd have a big parade, but she's not here. So what are are we supposed to do?
0: It feels very irrelevant. Like, I think the Crown, why else would you let...
2: The TV some, show. Yeah, the Crown, the TV oh, yeah, show, The Crown.
0: Checking. Why, why else <laughs> would you have that show made unless you're really struggling to remain
1: relevant? And yeah.
0: you know what? What are the tabloid magazines going to write about if we're separated from the royal family? They're going to have no one.
1: We're getting some thoughts in on this one. Somebody says, definitely time to leave the Commonwealth. I think this is perfect time, especially if Charles steps in. Support is only for the Queen, not yeah. the royals. Jason says, not a nostalgic person and a proud, Aussie, but long live the Queen. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> it sounds like you're pretty into her. There's and so enough, many
0: Lizzie fans. Yeah, It's actually are. really nice. There
1: are. And somebody else just says, who cares
2: about the timing? Do you think Lizzie's going to get upset or offended that we want to be a republic? And I don't think they, they do. Like, so, as we heard earlier, so many other countries have already done this and mm. they actually, like, they never say anything bad about them doing it. So I don't think we'd be offending Well, the the I guess or... we're so
0: far away. We're the furthest away member of the Commonwealth, I'm pretty sure. And, I,
2: and that, the other thing is
1: that it doesn't mean we leave the Commonwealth, for instance, and like the Commonwealth Games and stuff, I think we're still, still eligible to be competing in those. That's a big thing for Australians, like the sporting kind of idea of it as well. Um, P- Prime Minister Anthony Albanese paid tribute to the Queen this week. He says, you know, she's been a rare, constant, enduring, inspiring presence of calm, decency, strength. He also said our relationship with the UK has changed. It's no longer the parent and young upstart. <laughs> we stand as equals now. Can we ever be equals, Al, while we have a British king or queen as the head of state in Australia?
0: In equal in what way? What do you mean? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can't really match Lizzie. She's been around. I think what I love about her is that when you look at her life, she ties together so many world events and has sort of, like Albanese said, been this constant. But I think her as our head of state doesn't fit for us anymore. I think she feels quite irrelevant and I think we can stand on our own two feet as equals. We're just as good as the UK. I don't think we need their head of state overseeing our country. I don't think it makes sense.
1: I'm interested as well, like people often say, you know, when the Queen's reign ends, that's when we'll talk about a republic, people will be ready then... Is there a chance, though, Brooklyn, do you think the opposite could happen? When the Queen's gone, people will be really nostalgic. There'll be a lot of, they'll, they'll, they'll be playing on that and the, the huge long reign, you know, that no one really remembers the world without the Queen. And there'll be a lot of support for the Royals in maintaining that.
2: Mm, I, I honestly couldn't see that happening. You're going into Charles and Camilla and then Prince Andrew's still around. Like, I, I, I just don't see us looking at that and going, oh, we really need to keep these guys. I mean, for me, there's one... She's the glue. Yeah, totally. For me, there's one major reason why we've got to let go of the royal family and it's just our First Nations people and how far we've come over the last 50 years to, you know, right some of the massive wrongs that have been done and we've got to remember that it was the Queen's great, 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 great grandfather who actually sent... Boats here full of convicts because america didn 't want to accept them anymore, so that is always going to be tied in to the royal family and If we as a nation want to fix the relationship with us and first nations people we 'd like we 've just got to get rid of it we have to it 's important to say as well labor 's saying that it 's
1: prioritizing a referendum on an indigenous voice to parliament and The transition to a republic, that would come after that. So they're saying, look, it's not going to be this term of government that we're really looking at this. It's if we're elected for a second term, re-elected, that's when we'd be, you know, thinking about it and talking about it because we've got some other things that we need to get done. Emily says, I say we ride Liz to the finish line and then pursue (laughs) other endeavours. Somebody else says, seriously, why would we celebrate Betty bludging on the public purse for 70 years? She's given up her life to be the recipient of more welfare than anyone else. But she does choose
0: to pay tax. I will hand her that. Oh, does she? She doesn't have to, but she has been. I
1: yes. didn't realise well, She gives, that. Some, gives some money back. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow, good on it. <laughs>
2: Standing
1: ovation. <laughs> Sean says, better now to talk about Australia becoming a republic than in the weeks after the Queen dies and um, when the conversation will inevitably start and somebody else says monarchies don't belong in the 20th century, feudalism is done. I wonder, wonder how you think the monarchy is going to change after the Queen. Like, Alice, do you have any thoughts on, will the extravagance, the pomp and ceremony, I mean, will that have to be scaled right back, or is that tradition part of it? And that's what keeps people interested it's and invested.
0: It's part of it, 100%. And the reason why we're so fascinated with this family is because they're celebrities that this we almost are watching this reality TV show play out in front of our eyes that's better than any fiction you could kind of come up with.
2: Yeah, proved by the Netflix show. You proved know. by the Netflix <laughs> Absolutely. show. Absolutely. And what a,
1: what I love a, that show. Yeah, it's a good show. What about the confusion about how the Republic would work? Brooklyn, have you thought about that, like how we'd choose
2: a head of state? I or, mean, that's probably going to be the sticking point that we'll never <laughs> agree on. You know, that will, that will delay the whole process because, yeah, what do we do? I, I do think, we change our
0: passports?
2: Well, that would all have to
1: change. Do they change? All, all get reissued? Have to we oh, reprint God, our money? Yeah. I don't know. Let's go to someone who's called up. Courtney, what's your view on all this?
3: So, um, hi, my name's Courtney. I'm a Ngunnawal descendant from Canberra. Um, basically that's Ngunnawal country. And as a woman of, you know, country and Aboriginal, like, you know, background, I totally think we should step away from the queen. I have nothing against her whatsoever. Like, Mm -hmm. but we need to acknowledge as like someone was saying before, I was just listening to you guys and I was like, thank God someone said first nations people. Um, We need to acknowledge the rights, uh, the wrongs that have been done to our peoples by the Crown. And we need to acknowledge our First Nations people. Like, you know, like my grandmother grew up in a situation where she was taught to be, you know, ashamed of who she was. My dad, the same, you know, like we need to acknowledge who we are and step forward and go, yeah, okay. This is the way forward for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. And this is a way that we can also maybe even like perhaps in the future change our flag. Like I do not want mm-hmm. the UK stigma over me forever. Yeah, like, you know, I want a, to be acknowledged. Like What, what, a, what a great you know, day. And,
2: do you, I mean, what yeah. a great day it will be when we have our own head of state. And they exactly. are elected as a as a person. Like, what a proud 100%. moment that will be for Australia,
1: Courtney. Some 100%. some really powerful thoughts there. Thank you so much. And we're getting a lot of support for no you worries, on the text yeah. line as well. Somebody, Anna says, yes, get rid of royalty. Respect our first people as our sovereignty. Um, lots of comments coming through. Someone says, if Harry can do it, we Aussies can do it. <laughs> um, interesting there, <laughs> and lots of other thoughts as well. All right, I think it's time we move on.
2: Ha! You heard the term
1: best friends forever right yeah well that is unless they owe you money oh on triple j yeah i don't know if you know this but some of the biggest investigations in the world actually don't come out of four corners or the new york times they come from reddit and so when someone asked what's the weirdest thing you've had to do at a mate's house because of their culture We found out a lot about Sweden. Hack.
3: Unless you've been living under a rock, you've definitely heard about this whole Sweden gate drama in the last couple days.
2: Yes, this was actually a thing when I grew up. That is that my friend had to wait in the room while my family had dinner. This happened quite often, actually.
1: The funniest thing is people just now finding out that growing up as a child, it will be really common to go and play at your friend's house. And then they will be like, oh, uh, I'm just going to go and have dinner. I'll be back in 30. And they would just leave you in their room. And you just had to play for like
3: 30 minutes until they came back <laughs> after they had food with their family.
2: I slept over at a friend's house. When we woke up, he said he was going downstairs for a few minutes. After about 15 minutes, I go on the stairs to see what the f- is happening, and they're they're eating breakfast. I have seen a lot of takes from people that are not from Sweden. You're sheep. You don't want you don't want to share things. You hate people. Yeah, that, that last one is actually kind of true. But no, uh, if your parents, that is my friend, who stayed in the room has planned dinner for you, we may, maybe we'll, like, ruin their plans, dinner plans, if we
1: feed you.
3: Imagine being this poor little seven-year-old who had to wait alone while they
1: made sausages. On Triple Jack. Yeah, this blew up the revelation that Swedes don't feed child guests at dinner. If you're visiting a schoolmate and the family's ready for dinner, you just sit there awkwardly in another room while they eat. So is it actually a big deal? And let's broaden it out a bit, leave poor Sweden alone. We all know stingy people. What's the most cooked thing (laughs) Someone's asked you to do it at dinner. Maybe they've asked you to bring your own dinner to their place, or to transfer them if they cook you dinner. Maybe you've had a big bust up about it. Let me know one 36 You can message in as well 0-4-3-9-7-5-7-3-5-5. with me on the shake up. Alice Matthews from the feed on SBS. Brooklyn Ross from Kiss FM. Brooklyn Swedengate sounds way too dramatic. For what this is, does it deserve to be a gate?
2: Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> oh, don't you reckon Sweet it's. Sweden plate. It's, yeah. <laughs> yes. Sweden <and> plate's <laughs> the one, that's the winner. <laughs> do you reckon it's awkward enough being at your friend's house when they do family things together? Like they have breakfast and then you're there? Like I found that awkward as a kid. Yeah. Just, and so. I don't know, maybe Sweden was onto something where they just were like, You can't be with us. It's too awkward.
0: Stay away. I would love if that was our custom. I would love to not feed my guests. Really? Yes. And if and it's you know, weird there's because thing,
1: you are a feeder. When you go no, to Alice's I'm house, not. you I'm are, the worst cook. You are.
0: I'm such a bad cook. Nah, nah. And hear me out. So if someone's coming over for dinner, I would rather go to their place first and see what they have to offer. Because this happened to me the other week. We were being put up in someone's sort of Airbnb on their property and I, I was cooking and I'd cooked what can only be described as like a wet chicken leg in like a plastic <laughs> container with some microwave, like two-minute noodles. And I oh, gave oh, it wow. to them. I was like, here's some food, like have, have some. And they're like, oh, we'd love to, you know, bring you breakfast. And they brought out oh, French toast, poached quince with fresh ricotta, dusted with icing sugar and garnished with mint. And I, I wanted to die. I was so embarrassed about my wet chicken
1: leg. So hold on, who who are your friends? You've got like the <laughs> head chef at Aria or whatever. Yeah. Who's your bestie? And I was Alice. Embarrassed. Yeah, what we're hearing here is that you're actually a pretty bad host yourself. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I've I've always felt really comfortable at your place, but now I'll be on the lookout. <laughs> yeah. um, Brooklyn. a lot of Swedes have been speaking up about this, and some are saying, yeah, it's true, but it's actually a respect thing because we yeah, why make do sure, they do it? Yeah, we want to make sure that kids eats their own dinner at home, you know, like if they go home oh. afterwards, you know what I mean? So yeah, their family may have prepared
2: dinner exactly. so we don't they don't want to waste food okay. and all that sort of thing.
0: Isn't it also because back in the Viking day, providing food was like a sort of status thing. The higher status would provide the lower status and then they got rid of that whole debt and obligation thing to level out the playing field. Really? That's what I thought. Maybe oh, okay. No, I've that's. Sorry, that. I'm that's not up with my Viking <laughs> <Yeah>. history.
1: So, <laughs> sounds pretty legit to me. Some comments are coming through. Mitch says there's a special place in hell for people who invite you over for a barbecue but ask you to bring your own meat. Ah, <laughs> that's an interesting one and contentious, I reckon. Somebody else says we all know a stingy pair who still owe Dave coffee money. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's a lot of people who owe me for coffee. But and do you know what's now. annoying
0: is that you don't let people pay, it and you're very it the... aggressive about it. Uh, and sometimes. Yeah. I wish you'd just relinquish that control. Is that just as annoying, just Brooklyn, when pay. people yes, are
1: the other?
2: <laughs> well, <And> Alice, thanks <laughs> for your opinion too. Brooklyn, you go. <laughs> this is what happens when me and Dave are ever out for dinner. He'll, oh, he'll say, oh, don't worry, I've yeah. got it. And I'll say, no, David, let me pay. And he yeah. says, no, no, no. I am always the first one to back down. So thanks, David, for all those dinners. <laughs> yeah, actually, you do back down really easily. I'm like,
1: Dave. I'll pay. And he's like, OK. <laughs> Which, <laughs> well, how long does that we're conversation to have to go on? It needs to go well, two know, or three times. And everyone
0: just be too polite.
1: So somebody else said people were roasting Sweden, and someone tweeted that they lived there for 18 years. And it wasn't just kids and food. When adults spend the night at someone else's house in Sweden, they have to bring their own sheets and towels. Love that. Oh really?
0: <laughs> love that. Oh, it saves you so much work. Really? Especially if you don't have a dryer.
1: Okay, you're just thinking about <laughs> the host's perspective. You're not thinking about from the guest perspective.
0: Yeah, but I would I would do that.
1: Okay. It's all very
2: Aussie, a- right? Like we we <laughs> love we love to I feel like we do love to be hospitable, have people over, cook for them, you know, make their bed at the very least. Like that's At the very least, <laughs> okay, fine, I'll just right? leave. I, it's hard. It really is hard to imagine all these things. Yeah. Somebody says, friends got us to buy our
1: BYO cups to a small party. That's <laughs> kind of a bit too much. Come on. Somebody else says, there's nothing different from when, this is no different from when I was a kid and staying at a friend's house where I was made to pray before each meal or take shoes off in the house. That was Jared from you. Castle can be a bit awkward if you're not used to these kinds of things. And somebody else, Dave, says, um, "Say something yummy, Dave." Okay, everyone's got <laughs> feedback for me. Um, I don't know what. Are, what do we think about people who might say, "Can you transfer me? I've I've made you dinner." Because I heard this came, you know, from someone I know said to me, "I went to a friend's house for dinner and um, just thought it was on the house, obviously." Oh, and then later they messaged me like, "No, hey, no, 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 I'm no, dead no. against that. I'm oh, glad
0: we agree on something."
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's not
1: that transactional. I don't
0: know. It's so icky. You
1: think that's okay, Dave? No, I don't. I'm just trying to. Figure out where the boundaries are. He always pays when
2: you're out at dinner, but if he's cooking, (laughs) he wants the cash.
1: I'm just just saying, Alice is like, oh, it's completely acceptable to bring your own (laughs) sheets, to bring your own bed, to bring your own (laughs) kitchen when you're going somewhere.
0: Let's just go back to the sheets thing for a second. If you bring (laughs) your own sheets, that is so considerate to the person you're going to because you're saying, I want to alleviate you of the burden and, and it would make me work. think
2: that you're going to have some like weird issues through <laughs> the night that you need to take care of yourself
1: somebody versus song
2: alice is really
1: doing the math on host duties which you are al and this one what about this math news. i went i went to a dinner party once where they asked <laughs> where they asked everyone to pay $5 for air conditioning costs <laughs> they turned it off when we got there on a 40 degrees day. That's a bit rough, right? I think we're going to have to leave it there. (laughs) Kim Kardashian says that she would eat poop if it would make her
2: look younger.
0: And I was like, okay, I'm ready. She tells the New York Times,
3: quote, if you told me that I literally had to eat poop every single day and I would look younger, I might. I just might. Ain't that some sh?
1: On Triple J. Yeah, how far would you go to maintain your youthful good looks? A few little creams and serums, maybe some Botox. What about eating human turds every day? You heard me because a big celebrity is claiming that they would do it. His name's Brooklyn Ross. And his- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's Kim Kardashian, as you just heard. Is it any surprise, though? And I want to know, would you do this? Maybe you already do something equally as weird. Let us know, Oh four three nine seven five seven triple five. It's Let's- cheaper than Botox, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cheap. Let's find out what our shake-up guests reckon. Star of the Feed on SBS, Alice Matthews, and star newsreader on KISS FM, Brooklyn Ross. Alice... You look suspiciously young today. What are you doing? What are <laughs> just you up to? A of
0: what are you up no, to? Don't smell too good. completely, but you're... <laughs> you're lying because I haven't slept in nine months. But that just reminded me. Didn't Orlando Bloom go through a phase where he was eating fingernails? Am I remembering that correctly?
1: You, okay. Do you want me to run through a few little things that Absolutely. I found? Okay. A bird poo facial. <laughs> Victoria Beckham into them, apparently. Yeah. Um, that's quite a big thing. A crocodile dung facial, the Greeks and Romans were into that. Okay. Um, so that goes back way to centuries. A, f- a face mask made like
2: exfoliator out of kitty litter. Some people oh, are into what? it. I, I don't know why it has to be kitty lit up. Have you heard of the the foreskin facial? <laughs> what? <laughs> like that, no, this is legit. They actually take it from kids who are getting it done and they use it in skincare.
1: There's, and also with yeah. placentas as well. They oh, do yeah. some stuff. Placenta tablets. As well. We've got a joke here from producer Serge. He says crocodile dung D. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Thanks, Serge. Bull semen hair treatments. London oh salons God. do that. And to me, more likes leech therapy, which sounds a bit creepy. I don't know. Uh, Brooklyn. I... Mm, yeah. So, no, you go Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn. What do
2: you think? What, what's you your question? What question have you got for me on this? Well, what's our obsession with being younger? <laughs> I don't know. Do um, you
1: feel it? Do you feel the pressure? You're like, oh, I need to well, stay Well, I'm young.
2: over 30. I feel like <gasps> we can tell. 30. No. I feel like 30 <laughs> is this age that you really dread getting to and you just think, oh, my God, after that, you know, I'm so old. And it's kind of true. After it, you do feel a bit older and you look a bit older, but I'm embracing it. Like I, don't, I wouldn't do any of these crazy things. Like it's, 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 it's nice to age gracefully.
3: I think to grow
0: old and I'm sorry for getting philosophical, but I think it is an incredible privilege to grow old Yeah, and to get older and to just keep living essentially. And I don't understand the obsession with youth. I think it's very sad, especially for women, because when you sort of start to go gray, you kind of, it's almost like society makes you irrelevant. And Mm. I think that's, part of the obsession of with we have with youth is because when you do get older, you almost get put into this box of oh, you don't really matter anymore.
2: Mm. And a lot of people are making a lot of money off you feeling that way. Exactly. Yeah, it's a real fear industry, isn't it? Mm. Uh, we've got some
1: messages coming through. Hope says, "I drink my own piss to stay as hydrated as I can to keep my fluids up." Okay, your hope. Yeah, I don't know whether that's real. No, but... that definitely
0: was disproven. Like, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it?
1: Uh, I I'm not sure. You okay, hope. Yeah, Hope, let's... Let, try water. Can you water me as, med- <laughs> as well? Yeah, water's available and seek medical attention immediately. Somebody else says, No difference between eating shit and drinking blood. Celebrities are freaks. Another person says, Camel urine shampoo... And somebody else (laughs) says Kim Kardashian has enough shit coming out of her mouth. So, look, we've got a lot of opinions there. Um, Huge, huge topics that we've discussed today, guys. (laughs) It's always such a pleasure when we can get together like this and really make the most of our time (laughs) discussing the big issues of our time. But that's all we have time for. And I want to thank our best shake-up guests, The best that a hack host could ask for. Alice Matthews from The Feed on SBS. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for having me, Dave. It's been lovely.
1: Oh, it's nice to have you back. Everyone's been flooding the text line with a lot of love for Alice. And Brooklyn Ross from Kiss FM. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. I I didn't thank you specifically, but (laughs) no, no, it's been a pleasure, Brooklyn. Hack. On Triple J. Huge thanks again to our Shake Up guests for this week, Alice Matthews from The Feed and Brooklyn Ross from Kiss FM and the hardworking Hack team, our executive producer Claire Bloomer, senior producer Serge Negus, and the rest of our crew, Ellie Grounds, Joe Lauder, Claudia Long, Ange McCormack, Edwina Storey, AJ Williams, and Rachel Raska. We'll catch you next week on Hack. Until then, have a great weekend.